Hey everybody, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. And apparently, everybody out there is getting misdiagnosed with ADHD. So stop it. Oh boy. Look, there's a drug shortage out there. It's a real thing. I'm sure some of you are dealing with it. I'm sure others are new to the game. Uh, I've been without my beloved Vivance for two and a half weeks now. And as everyone who has ever had ADHD medication and has had ADHD uh, knows, the initial crash is not great. And then all the forgetting returns. And then you forget that you have to call the pharmacy. And then it turns into a vicious cycle of being unable to <laughs> get your medication. It's like really the cruelest thing you could do to someone with ADHD. Well, it's, it's, I don't, I really am like, so I switched my, I was having trouble getting, I started having trouble getting it like, well, like six months ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. So. But it would always show up within like a week. No, within a, within a day. Yeah. Always. It had always been that right. kind of a thing. Right. It would be, yeah. But now, so like then I moved, I changed it over to a different CVS in however long ago, four or five months ago. And that place was having trouble getting Vivance. Then they told me that they're getting swamped because the hospital near the CVS had closed their pharmacy. So now all their pharmaceutical stuff was, a lot of it was going through the CVS, which that can't be, there's gotta be an in-house pharmacy for the doctors to be prescribing medication for patients, correct? I'm not crazy. There still has to be. I don't know, but I would assume, but I don't know. Anyway, so then I'm like having, and then, Somebody at CVS, the, that CVS, told me that I should take the prescription elsewhere because they're having a lot of trouble getting it. So then I, like, email my psychiatrist. And I'm like, I don't know what place I should go to. Um, then Dory hits me up with one of her hot Facebook tips, I'm sure, and is like, hey, this 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 CVS has it a lot, says friend with anonymous name. So I go, okay. So I write in the email. Apparently this CVS seems to have it in stock. Uh, could you transfer it over there? Then I get an email back from my psychiatrist. Like, you know, man, I've been having, I've had all the patients that are having a lot of trouble getting everywhere, getting it everywhere pretty much you know, deep, like, into Burbank. You had to go past Burbank out into the valleys <laughs> to get a hold of it. She's like, I don't know that this place is going to have it, but I, I have sent the prescription there. <laughs> so that's a week ago. I do the normal waiting around, like, a, you know, because CVS is pretty good about their automated system of texting you when your prescription's ready, etc. And I don't hear anything. And then Dory and I started recording a podcast earlier, this is now take two. And I was like telling her, I'm like, I'm like out of it. I don't know. Hey, she's like, well, why don't you call CVS now? So I sat here 
CVS on speakerphone. Waited 12 minutes before a human picked up. It took a good minute and a half to get the robot to understand that I wanted to speak to a person. They really want you to use the robot. Then it took 12 and a half minutes before somebody picked up. I gave him my information. Told her the medication that I was looking for. She then was like, let me check and see if we have it. Which I'm like, now in retrospect, I'm like, if you, you didn't have it. You knew you didn't have it. <laughs> a couple minutes go by. She comes back. She tells me that uh, they don't have it. And they haven't gotten it in in a while. If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And... And also they get random medications every month. Yeah, I was like, so I said, so I said, so, so you could get like Adderall one month and then Vyvanse the next and not Adderall that month. And then she's like, yeah. And I'm like, what? Doesn't make any sense to me personally. And I was like, okay, well, I was told to switch my prescription over to here when I couldn't get a hold of my medication. And she's like, well, where were you before? And I was like, is it this CVS and then this CVS? And she's like, unfortunately it's happening everywhere. And she's like, I've got like a bunch of patients that are, that are my, my, my old patients who've been on it, you know, since we opened six years ago and they're having trouble getting it. And we're not, you know, we're having trouble getting it in from them. She's like, my advice to you is to like, stay stick to one stick at one pharmacy and i'm like well that's over now I've that ship has sailed five, <laughs> five years of being at one pharmacy with that medication is now yeah. over so i guess i would be booted to the back of the line again um and that's sort of that now we're left here on labor day with me having to get a hold of my shrink again to either touch base and be like, hey, this, 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 the CVS pharmacist, I think was, I would describe her as pleasant once I aligned with her. Once you told her that you had been on it for three years, I feel like she yeah. was like, okay, which he's is actually not one- under, which is like, actually, I think it's actually been since 2018. So that's five, five years. years. Yeah. Um, because she really hates telemedicine. Yes. She's like, you know, ever since social media, <laughs> we're getting slammed with everyone getting misdiagnosed. She's like, we even have people who have their telemedicine doctors like write a prescription for everything and then hit us with all of them at once to see what we have. And I was like, whoa, this is interesting. You're like, that's smart. <laughs> well, no, because I'm no, not, I, know, I'm I don't kidding. want to go on something else. Right, of course, of course. I have tried other things. And we have landed on this after a couple, you know, after an actual human doctor who supervised me in person. And I had regular sessions with them. And still, you know, every 90 days, I we, we check in. Uh, but anyway, the point is, I, I guess my point being, uh, this is a miserable situation that I have literally no control over. 
So because it's a schedule two drug, they only allow so much of it in the country. Uh, but the num- but the amount has been artificially like repressed. Correct. So now it's just like a total clusterfuck. Yeah. And no one cares. Yeah. Like no one will do it. I can't, I can't get anything done about this. I can't tug on Joe Biden's coat. Like, I mean, hey, we could pal. call. We could call our congressman. He's he's about to run for Senate, so you know hey, he Shiffy. should be he should be listening to his constituents. Shiffy, hi, registered voter here. I need I need my magic pills. Right, I'll say that. That's a good thing to say. Yes, and there's no you guys only let so many magic pills in, and I need my magic pills. <laughs> right, I'll say it like that. Good idea. He'll, he'll get on it. He'll crack he will the, get on the it. He'll definitely get on it. But yeah, I mean, I'm like in a situation where I, I mean, I can't afford to pay street price for those drugs. Yeah, <laughs> I would. Well, maybe I wouldn't. I think they're like last I heard it was like thirty five bucks a pop. For per pill, yeah, oh, God. street value, right? From drug dealers, from narcotics dealers, <laughs> not from a pharmacy. Although I don't know what it would cost without insurance, right? I'll find that out soon if the strike stays going. What a great time we're in right now. We are peak society. We've really figured out everything. <laughs> It does it does just feel like everything is sort of like crumbling. Like the yeah. all the things that used to work are like not working anymore, including Tell me like about it. the atmosphere. <laughs> and me personally, I used and to work you and personally. I'm not working anymore. Yep, exactly. So, that's my long rant about what's going on right now and why I might be a little off. Even though you won't notice, because I'm a professional. Um, but I'm very sleepy. I'd, I'd like to go to sleep. But, you know, I've got to talk about, about, about all kinds of things here. And then i got to do three hours about Star Trek later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, here we are. Anyway... Enough about my awesome times with the consumer value source, a.k.a. CVS. Started Lowell, Massachusetts, just like myself. Um, what's happening? What's, what's new over here? I know that you, Dory, uh, having conquered Taylor Swift, you'll be approaching Beyonce soon. Now that will be the zeitgeist of... of, of, of of, of I would guess tours for 2023 what are you going to do after that I don't know I mean I meant the zenith or zenith yeah right I mean I, I do feel like these were the two big tours of the summer and I was I've, I'm lucky enough to be able to go to both of them you are just always about them tours of the summer that's you Tour that's me tours I'm of like, the summer Every year since we've been together, tours you know, of the 20, summer 2014, she's like, You gotta check out this tour of the summer. <laughs> I'm like, which tour is it? Uh, and at that time, it was like One Direction. I was like, Okay, 
And we then, never went to a One Direction concert. Correct. But I'm just talking about all the tours of the summers. <laughs> oh, I see. And how you're so into them. Yes, I'm so into them. Have you seen One Direction? Yes, I have, actually. Have you seen Harry Styles solo? I have. See? She loves tours of the summer. I love the tours of the summer. What can Last I say? Last year, that watermelon song was a big hit, and Dory was at the forum. Poppin' bottles. Slash. Parking. <laughs> outside the forum yeah it's just towards the summer um yeah i'm going to beyonce tomorrow night at sofi look if you're going to be there wave to Dave me matthew's band wrapping up their tour of this summer uh you know i think they've had one summer off two summers off um since 1993 wow i did see a very, wild i did i did see a funny um Dave Matthews fan, like a parody of a Dave Matthews fan TikTok. Wow, that was interesting that rude. it like showed up on my for you page because it knows that you resent me. Maybe no, I don't. It's like <laughs> it's like this. We'll show her this. Her husband thinks that's the tour of the summer. Oh, we're gonna show her. Let's go algorithm. <laughs> And then I'm sure the algorithm also tried to push ADHD meds on you. You know, According the algorithm to... the algorithm has not pushed ADHD meds on me, which is interesting. Um uh, well, you know, I think I think it just it 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 works. You know, the algorithm yeah. works. Yeah, maybe the algorithm really does work. I don't know. Um I was trying to find the Dave Matthews. Oh, I found it. Can I play it? How? Because send it to me. I'll play it so you can hear it through the computer. Well, I can I can share my screen. We can hear it in Riverside. Okay. Uh... Actual recording is higher quality. Okay. Yeah. No, we've seen Dave live before. Um, probably fiftieth show. Uh, at this venue, yeah, but like three thousand total, right, babe? Yeah, we spent a lot of money on it, but worth it. Every show is different. Like last night, they went pig into crush. They never do. They always go crush pig. Last night they went pig crush. So tonight, I I don't even I don't even know. You know, I heard there's rumors that Boyd might be here. What happened to Boyd, by the way? Mm. We were at that Denver show, Eli. We were there. Thirty nine minute version Eli. of Seek Up. I mean, yeah, take me now, God. Gray Street's about his kids. No, I definitely think I read that on the website. I sang in marching at a talent show in high school. We didn't win, but the principal is a huge DMB fan, so we still keep in touch. It's not weird. And Clayton met Dave at a what Circle K or a Seven Eleven? Yeah, whatever. But they Dave paid for his hot pocket, <laughs> right? Isn't that what? Ha oh no, okay. You just saw him getting gas. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> still cool, right? Saw Dave. Mm. We have a drinking game. Every time Dave says, "Hey, y'all, doing this evening? Help you have a good time." <laughs> Take a shot. So let's just say, yeah, you hadn't been driving. <laughs> oh, Carter's easily in the top five drummers of all time. Easily. Stefan joined the band when he was nine. 16. <laughs> he was 16. Uh, 16 or yeah, when he was, well, he was, a, okay, he couldn't drive. Fuck, Mary kill. Crash, Grace has gone the stone. You heard they're going to open with Trip and Billy's? Oh, my God. They never played that. And minarets are what? Like fireflies? We named our cat Dave. All right, you drink and be merry, guys. <laughs> That's pretty. Hey, that got some laughs from you. I mean, it's good. I wish you had sent me the link because I would have shared that with some people I know. But well, whatever. I can you still send you the link yourself. No, uh, uh, 
You're you know, a, you're a social media clout hoarder, okay? No, I you're just, send you're just you all about I that send clout. you links all the time and you never react to them. Yeah. The last uh link I did send you was about the Great British Bake Off not doing nationality themed weeks next season, which was exactly what I said should happen. Yeah, well, uh you might have said this on a Patreon episode I did. or not. I said well, it, I point think I said is, on a Patreon. Hot scoops everywhere, okay? Just hot, hot scoops. Way to go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I'm going to send this to all my Dave heads. Where are my Dave heads at? Who are your Dave heads? Oh, I guess Kula. I Kula, because he's more of a fish guy, but he, you know, there's a little crossover. Like, I feel like this, you Ever you since just... 96, Madison Square Garden, fish open for Dave, but don't worry about it. That's beside the point. I feel like you could you could just replace everything this guy says with some fish references and the same sort of vibe would be oh, a thousand percent. accurate. I mean, yeah. I liked how you like started correcting him and then that was part of like the Like 16. And then it's part of the <laughs> I mean, look. you get it. You get it. You know what it's like out there. You're you're always at the tour of the summer. I'm sure you saw Dave in the summer of 95. I've actually, I only saw Dave once with you. Twice. We went twice? Yeah, you saw him in Irvine with me. And and the bowl. No. No. When did I see him? Las Vegas, Nevada. Oh, that's right. Las Vegas, Nevada, right before lockdown. I forgot about that. Oh, what a time. All right. We need to take a break. Do we? We'll be right back. All right. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombus just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, 
tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Wow, that Dave video really just put you in a good mood. <laughs> That's my real medication. <laughs> sweet, sweet Dave talk. Oh boy! What they play? Well, they played something, and I was like, "Oh my god!" They haven't played this forever. Oh, they played the Stone when I saw them live. I was like, "Oh my god!" They haven't played this, and so I haven't heard the song played live in uh, two decades. Wow! All right, it was a good mix. Look, I was at I was at show where. You know, the first show they did after Leroy passed mm-hmm. at the Staples Center. They did a whole playlist of all Leroy's favorite songs. That was something. Were you at Two Step in the Rain? The 19 and a half minute version of Two Step played at Giant Stadium in 1998. It rained, and then when the song stopped, the rain stopped. Wow. That's why it's called Two Step in the Rain. Wow, I'm learning anyway, so much. Really learning so much. I love Dave, guys. It's so much fun. Um, all right. Please email us at Dorymat at Gmail, Matt and Dory at Gmail, or call or text us at 413-461-BABY. Um, yeah. You can if send you us links. To, whatever. To funny you, Dave how many Matthews. Dave shows have you been to? Let us know Let in the comments. <laughs> um, you can also join our Patreon. Smash at that like button if you've uh, been to Dave more than a century mark. If you've been to Dave more than 100 times, like myself, smash that century. Just smash the like button. Wow. Just smash it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash Adventure. We started doing a little thing where we're posting the video for our $10 tier for the second like the ten dollar bonus episode we're posting the video maybe we'll also post it for the five dollar like if you subscribe at the ten dollar you'll also get the first bonus episode on video you know what i mean i guess we could maybe yeah, she's do that. gonna work this out live in right now i'm gonna she's work gonna this work out this live out. i'm just you know i just i'm just iterating <laughs> we're just looking for value ads guys we're looking for value ads we have a great new value ad at the 20 at a 25 dollar tier 
which we had when we first launched Patreon, and then it went away. And it, it is back by popular demand. Literally, one of you demanded it. One um, person who was kind enough to suggest that we do it again. Yep, with fun facts. So we will be starting that next week. I will be, everyone who's in that tier, I will do a fun fact portion where just based on your name, I'm going to make up something about you. Mm-hmm. And it's probably going to be shockingly accurate. Yep. Because I'm an observer, you know, I'm an observer of people and you culture. You are a student of life. I Look, people watching, one of my favorite things. To yeah, the point true. where, like, if he would we're rather dinner, not talk to Dory's me like, dinner. Dory's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you have no idea what's happening behind you. I'm like, hello. And he's like, oh. And I'm like, could you please stop? <laughs> right now, I'm listening to this couple who may or may not be father and daughter. I can't tell yet. It's <sighs> uh, true. So, what's new? Well, we have a voicemail. From Bo. From Bo. I put it in the document as voicemail, Bo. Um, so it may or may not be from Bo. We'll we're just gonna, have to listen to it to find check out. check it out. We'll find out. Here we go. Are you ready? Yep. Matt and Dory, I don't, I'm a little worried about Bo. <gasps> so I thought cheese and cream cheese was really his love language. And now that he's not getting human food, what? What? What happened? Poor Bo. Poor Bo. We need we need an update. We need a cheese update. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh Bo's still not getting human food. He does get cream cheese he with does his get medication. Because it's kind uh, of like his like it's like a pill pocket. For yeah. Him. I mean, he's I would guess. I mean, think about how much less food he's eating during the day. I know. Just in general, because we would constantly be like, oh, Bo can clean this plate. Yep. So and that's even good. Like, just like like putting like if someone ate half a sandwich, like putting the rest in his bowl. Yes, that's true. Uh, I have given him turkey. You know, like a just turkey like plain turkey cut situation. Yeah. That feels fine. Um, and he may or may not have had some provolone cheese at some point in the last three weeks. But that's beside <sighs> the point. Wow. Well, it's just so sad the way he saunters out and sits looking up at you like, I'm doing my part. Now you do the thing where you give me the cheese. <laughs> I know. It's like, I'm it's sorry, hard. Bo. It's hard when things change. And then he pretends change. that he hasn't had his greenie yet. It's like trying to pull a fast one on us. <laughs> he... Ugh. But yeah. yeah, Bo's doing okay. I mean, he's doing he's doing well. I did see a story uh, in my news feed today about a a thirty one year old dog who reminded what? me a lot of Bo. A yes, thirty one year old dog. It's the world's oldest dog that they know that of. That cannot he's be real. He's thirty one years old, and uh, I'm like, you know what? That just feels like what Bo is going to be f- like 35 years old. I've decided that. Like there's going to be like Bo's going to have to like go to college with Henry. Mm. It's going to be one of those situations. 
so yeah um i don't think that's gonna happen i'm sorry to say but all right well then Bo i hope Bo lives a long and fruitful life look as far He's... as i'm concerned Bo will be with us until at least the 2030s so okay all right. yeah i don't care what you say i'm speaking okay. it into existence Okay. I speak your name, Bo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is he in your office right now? He is, yes. He's he's lying on the couch, head on a pillow, very human-like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think of the fact that he doesn't want to watch Hell's Kitchen ever? I think it's hilarious. <laughs> so we've been watching Hell's Kitchen. And Bo will be like on the couch or he has a dog bed in the living room and he'll be like on the, on his bed or on the couch and we turn it on and he just like slowly gets up and just walks very casually, like fake casually <laughs> into the playroom. And it's like, gets don't want to disturb anyone. Right, exactly. I don't want them to notice that I'm leaving. And he just like goes up onto the couch in the playroom and and sleeps in there. It's like maybe he just doesn't like Gordon Ramsay's energy. I mean, whatever it is, I find it offensive. It's hilarious. Um, He's like, I'm out. This is not for me. This is not serving me. That's what he says. Young Guns season. That's the season we're watching right now. So it could because I haven't, you know, there's like if there was like three seasons I haven't seen, and I don't know how we ended up back on it. I was just, I think I saw it on Hulu after we ran out of what we do in the shadows. Is, is... yeah, and then somehow Dory was like there for it, and I was like, what is happening? Well, I said the reason that I hadn't that I'd sort of like resisted it was because. Gordon's very mean on it. And Matt was like, he's really not mean. Yeah. And I was like, okay. He's passionate. He's passionate. He cares. I was like, all right, well, I'll give it a shot. And um, I was hooked. Look, I was hooked. Well, it's... what would you say? Do, what is your assessment then of Gordon Ramsay? Do you find him to be mean? I find that he has high standards. And when you meet those standards, is he ever mean? No. And I, I, he is generous with praise when it's warranted, Mm -hmm. which I appreciate. Um, I think sometimes he has unrealistic expectations that do not get met and then he (laughs) loses his mind. Yeah. But then if you bounce back, oh boy, that's a good one. I think the, the volume of his, of his like, he just yells a lot, and I would find that very stressful. But I mean, that's why I'm not a contestant in Hell's Kitchen. Nor are you a line cook. So nor am I a line cook. So you know You're what? Not in the I'm brigade. good. I'm not. I don't want to lead a brigade. I don't want to be in a brigade. I do. That's why I'll be on this season of Hell's Kitchen. You heard it here first. Man, okay. If I was, um, Matt, we need to I get to it? some. We need uh, to get I to make some it emails. Like, I don't. I'm listening. I'm talking to you right now, though. Okay, I'm listening. How could how long could I secretly how long could I make it through Hell's Kitchen? Like, could, do you think I could make it to Black Jacket? Because you know I can cook. I know flavors. I know. Yeah, I know. And I have seen the show so many times That's that I true. know the gamesmanship. Yeah, and I know what to do or not do. I don't like know. if they threw me at like 
they occasionally do say a vegetable. I have no idea what it is. Right. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. But like, you put me on meat. I could probably handle the meat station. I think you could handle meat. I even think you could handle fish. Yeah. Uh, garnish. I mean, look, I could probably handle a lot. I, th- I think I could make it five weeks. Uh, you know what? I was going to say about four to five weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be like, Matt, why should you stay at Hell's Kitchen? And I'll be like, honestly, I shouldn't. This isn't my dream. I just wanted to see how far I could make it. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a jacket. <laughs> Give me your jacket. Uh Anyway. Um, okay. Anyway. All right. Back to the show. Last week, we heard from a listener who was concerned about progesterone shots. And this yeah, week. Whether or not her husband or partner. Yes, exactly. Should. Um, and this week, we heard from Anonymous who yes. says, I find my husband super clumsy. So there was no way in hell I would let, them, I would let him do the shot. Don't get me wrong. He's wonderful, but I would rather keep control when something sharp has to go into my muscle. I did the shot into my leg. I would first ice for a few minutes, do the shot, and have a heating pad ready. You really want that oil to warm up. My legs constantly felt like I did a great workout, but I didn't. I also had just one good embryo, and he's going to be five in January. Good luck. We did, too. And he'll be five in April. Well, we had a couple of other good embryos, and they didn't work. They weren't good, then. Hmm. Um, okay, good advice. Just wait till Henry finds out. He's been frozen for a year and a half. He's gonna be so he's gonna be so like, I don't know. Will he be like <laughs> Will he feel lied to? Will he consider then consider himself to be it, six I, and a half years I old? I think it will just like blow his mind. I know. I mean, he's often asking where he what he was doing in nineteen ninety six. And it's like, buddy you weren't around then. And he's like, Were you around? Mm-hmm. Was I in Mama's tummy? Yep. Anyway. Anyway. All right. This is from Emily. Um, hi, Dorian Matt. Wondering if you've listened or have any thoughts on Tara Lipinski's new podcast titled Unexpecting that just aired its first episode today. It follows her five-year and still ongoing IVF journey. Her doctor is Dr. Beck at California Fertility Partners, which, if I remember correctly, was your doctor, too. Love yeah, your podcast. Please keep it up. Here's the thing. Um, yes, Matt? If she has DKB on her podcast as a guest, I'm going to be like, what? Why did we do that? We never asked. <laughs> I know, because we're human <laughs> beings who are polite and respect the other person. <laughs> we're not uh, rolling in there with cameras going, we have a podcast. That's true. Hi, we're crazy rich Asians and we'd like a baby. We never did that once. No, we didn't. <sighs> anyway, All right. uh, we haven't heard, I have not heard the podcast. Uh, sorry to hear that Tara Lipinski, uh, America's own Tara Lipinski, is going through such a thing. Yeah. I don't wish it on anybody. That said, it's kind of our space. So back off, Tara. Why are you gatekeeping I mean, she is very tiny, so there is probably room for her, you know? 
That's true. So, you know what? We'll allow it. Oh, Carol, that's you're true. in. Okay. Everyone else, back off. All right. She's 41 years old. Oh, wow. She's older than I thought. Yeah, but she's five foot one and 101 pounds. So you're oh, welcome. That is here. tiny. That is tiny. Yep. Um, okay. I mean, what do we got? How many, how many, how many medals do you think we got? I'll tell you. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. One gold from the Nagano Olympics. Uh-huh. She won the world championships in 1997. Yeah. And won the ladies singles grand prix final in 97 and 98. So. Wow. Lipinski's rival is name checked in the uh, Wikipedia article. Michelle Kwan. I remember that rivalry. You know know what Michelle Kwan's doing right now? What? She is the United States ambassador to Belize. (laughs) I would not have guessed that. Under President Joe uh, Biden. Huh. I would not have guessed that. She's from Torrance, born in 1980. She divorced in uh, 2017 and has one child. Good for her. You know what? Way to go, Michelle Kwan. All right. We are going to take another break. Her official photograph. Oh, okay. Is her like United States ambassador photograph. It's like her with a blue background next to the flag. I'm like, wow, you've really done it. Way to go. Any other figure skaters you'd like us to check in on? Let us know after the break. All right. We'll be right back. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, we are back with an email from Christine. Hey, Matt and Dory, we're heading back to school, which also means birthday party season. What, as, you've what? Brought, as you've brought Henry to various parties, oh, we, I, I brought him to one just this morning. Are there any gifts that stand out for the four to five-year-old age range that were a hit, always looking for new ideas? Thanks for everything, Christine in Wisconsin. Um, okay, well, first, Christine, I will tell you that what I've started to do is something that people did for me when it was Henry's birthday, which was text me and ask what Henry's into. I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. Right. Like, why? Not only does that go on the radar of like, oh, this 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 person cares. Yeah. He's a friend. Yeah. But it also saves you the trouble of Of like blindly choosing something. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So I would say start there. <laughs> Um, ask the person's parents what they're especially into right now. Um, that has not failed me yet, I will say. Um, but here are some things that have been hits. Um, we got one of Henry's friends, like a doctor dress up outfit that they loved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, 
there's this unicorn painting kit I got it on Amazon. It's like, it comes with like a, it's not porcelain, but you know, it's like a, like a bust of a unicorn and it comes with paints and you like paint the unicorn. Um, and that I also got that for my niece who's very into unicorns and it was a big hit. Um, puzzles generally, I mean, you know, ask if, if the kids are into puzzles and then if they're into some, like if the, if the parent is like, they're really into puzzles and bluey, get them a bluey puzzle. Um, my sister told me about these toys called scribble scrubbies <laughs> that are like little cats that come with special markers that you draw on, and then they it comes with a little like bathtub shower thing that you fill with water and then press a button and they take a shower and then you scrub the coloring off of them and then you do it again <laughs> that has seemed to be a hit as well um wow henry also i haven't given this to anyone but if someone was like my kid's really into numbers i would probably get them zingo the number zingo because henry has really liked that um my sister-in-law got henry this card game called i found a disney i found it that's E-Y-E. Um, and it's basically like an I spy kind of thing. He really likes yes, it. Yes, he does like playing that. That's what he played through the earthquake he missed. Yes. Oh, he wasn't playing war? Oh, he was playing war, yeah. My yeah. mom taught him how to play war. Casino um, war. The only problem that I have with the I found it card game is I feel like I need like a magnifying glass sometimes. <laughs> like some of the... Some of the objects yes. are very small, and I'm like, ooh, I can't really see. Which is good, because that, that is a game that Henry genuinely beats me at. Right, yeah, because he can see the things better. Um, today, for the birthday party today, I got, uh, it was twins, and their mother was like, just get them one present. <laughs> she was very much like, do not get them two presents. Um, but that was something that I asked. Like, I was like, uh, twin birthday protocol like should I get them each something should I get them the same thing like what do I do here and she was like "Get please just get them one present <laughs> um, I got them the, the company learning excuse me I've got to take it just kidding Um, I did get a phone call but the company learning resources has this uh, these toys called gears 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 that come in like all these different gears 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 how do you like it how do you like it to go and like that their mom had said they were into building stuff so i got them she's ignoring the, me the flower i heard gears 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 <laughs> um like a flower gears 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 thing mm -hmm. um but yeah that's those are some those are some ideas but Really, asking what they're into is is just very helpful. Number one tip is is to check in with the parents. Yep. <sighs> All right, um, Matt, you want to play this next voicemail? Yeah. Math. Mm-hmm. 
Hey, Matt and Dory and Henry and Bo. This is Jen from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Um, been listening since day one. And they're closing so and all the factories down. <laughs> oh, no. Did, I was going to call in there last we week when you were talking about Henry's love of math, but I thought it might be kind of odd to throw out the game, uh, the card game Bridge. But then this week when Dory was saying um, her mom and Henry were playing cards, I thought maybe I would just throw it out there. So I have a great nephew who just loves math. He's very gifted in math. And that's something he has really enjoyed. And he found other kids that enjoyed it as well. So much so that my brother, who's their grandfather, literally took him to some world championships this year um, (laughs) for bridge players under the age of 16. So I guess there's a community out there for mathematically inclined kids who love the game of bridge. So I just thought I would mention that. Um, I gave my stats in the past. I'm now an empty nester in probably 2,900 square feet and a couple of big TVs. I don't know, 45 inches. They don't get watched that much anymore and no hot dogs yet this year, but uh, maybe in the fall. Okay. Summer is your hot dog season. Okay. And if you haven't gotten there, you're not going to get there. It's just, you know, unless you're going to wrap up the year with a tour of the summer. And maybe you pick one up there. I mean, there are hot dogs at SoFi. I will not be getting one. Okay. You heard it here third. When I went to Taylor Swift, I got some chicken tacos that were fine. (laughs) They were fine. It wouldn't be like a thing I'd expect. You know, like a chicken taco review from a Taylor Swift concert. Mm. Well, expect the unexpected, you know? That's the beauty of staying married to you, honey. It's just every day it's a new surprise. Yep, yep, yep. Um, all right. Bridge. I guess we have to teach him bridge. I mean, you, I, I, you would have to teach him bridge because I, I don't know, know how to play know. bridge. I tried to, you know, my grandparents played bridge for 70 years, 60 years. Then I believe we have to, someone has to teach us bridge. And I asked my grandmother to teach me and she was like, oh, it's very hard. <laughs> I feel like that's <laughs> the consensus for people. Like, And bridge, I was like. The bridge gatekeeping is real. That was, It was like serious bridge gatekeeping. It was both like, I don't think you could grasp it. And also, I don't really feel like teaching you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's fair. And then she died, and I never learned how to play bridge. And with her, the knowledge of how to play bridge also passed. I mean, kind of. <laughs> like, I don't have any friends who play bridge either. I had an old boss who played bridge. You could be the person that plays bridge. You know what I mean? I, I would love bridge, I think. I think I would really enjoy bridge. I mean, I like games. I like I like having a Mahjong game, a poker game. Like, it's a nice way for me to be social without having like the pressure of making small talk mm-hmm. with people. Right. Um, because I've recently realized that I'm an introvert. And so recently you realized this, the yeah. woman who <laughs> has been writing on the internet for decades and has a book about her life is an introvert. Yes. Okay. All right. Sure. Um, 
Maybe uh, you have ADHD. Then, I know these great telemedicine doctors that can help you with that. I mean, look, I don't know. I might have a lot of things. I realize I've been, I think I've been masking as an extrovert. Me too. I'm an extrovert every time I'm out of the house, but when I'm. I know. It's very not, You know what I mean? But like my true friends know that I'm an introvert. Like mm, I, met, I said this to a couple of them and they were like, uh, duh. <laughs> Uh, so not me not you i'm i i pulled the wool over your eyes too well (laughs) well in comparison to me are you not well i mean look this is a whole sidebar that we don't need to get into but i think that uh just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you don't like to hang out with your friends like Mm. your close friends I like a close friend hang when it gets bigger than like three or four people. That's when I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> like I actually like, I have, you know, I have a little bit of anxiety about even going to like kids birthday parties. Cause I'm like, oh, right. I'm gonna have to make small talk with all these people that I'm like friendly with, but not like super close with, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like awkward. And I'm always like, do I get out of the conversation first? Do they, are they just trying to get out of the conversation? Like this is like running in a loop the whole time I'm having the conversation. I want to get out of this conversation. Is that weird? Yeah. So just say you have to go get a drink. I have to go get a <laughs> beverage. Okay. Um, cool. Where's I'll the just, beverage department? I'll just have be, you seen I'll it? Just, I'll just be here. Mm. Oh, wait, no, that was, that was a cue for him to get away from this conversation. Shit. This is what happens. No, I think you're now overthinking your interactions. Uh, well, People can be thirsty and also still want to talk to you. So you know what? You know, you know what I think it is when they when they are actually thirsty and they actually want to continue the conversation. They say, "Can I get you anything?" Mm, because then that means mm. that they're coming back. When they're like, mm. "I'm going to go get a drink," that means I'm done with this. Or I have to go use the bathroom. I'm done. That's very interesting. Listen, I have studied this extensively because I have anxiety about these interactions. But you don't have those. You know, I don't have that anxiety about like going to a social situation where I'm like playing a game. Because mm. you have like a task. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, to a point. You played in a weekly poker game for years. Yeah, I know. It was great. A lot yeah. of socializing. It's exactly. But like in a in a specific context. Like hmm. you would never have gotten together weekly with a group of eight guys just to hang out and shoot the shit. No eight guys would do that. Right, exactly. <sighs> <laughs> so what you're saying is you're just like us. You're just like everybody. No, because some people are not like that. <laughs> I think anyone not like that is living a falsehood. Maybe. I think some people are just like diff- built different. Hmm. <sighs> anyway. We got an email about the solar eclipse. Okay. This is from Jen. Meteorologist here to the listener who is asking about viewing the solar eclipse in Austin next April. 
Austin and Texas in general will be one of the best places in the U.S. to get a glimpse during the spring months, much better than locations further northeast in the path of totality, especially near the Great Lakes. Cloudy as heck. No guarantee, of course, so make sure and rent a car in case you need to drive to get out of the clouds like friends of mine did in 2017. I'm hoping to make it to Texas myself, been eyeing San Antonio. However, most of my very geeky coworkers want off to see the eclipse too, so may have to be stuck back at work. Good luck to the listener and mm. thanks for the pod. Jen, two adults, one science, six-year-old, three cats in 2,500 square feet in North Dakota. Two TVs, a 75-inch in the basement family room and a 48-inch in the living room. Only hot dogs have been turkey, which doesn't count. That is true. Hmm. Hmm. I love this idea that like, because she's a meteorologist, like all of her coworkers are also going to want to take off for the eclipse. It's like the, <laughs> it's like the week between Christmas and new year's for all other workplaces. It's like the, you get know, a bounce. The See yeah. Ya. Everyone wants to take off. Maybe you need to put in for that PTO now, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're already sensing it, like get in there first. Yeah, get in there first. Um, all right, we got another email about Austin on a different topic from Lauren. Mm -hmm. Listener recently wrote in and asked about fun things to do in Austin with an eight-year-old during the eclipse. The Science and Nature Center is free and has several cool rescue animals, including a bobcat and several birds of prey, as well as just being a nice indoor-outdoor space near Zilker Park. There's also a dinosaur bone sand dig, but that is probably of more interest to younger kids. Coda circuit of the americas has go-kart racing but an eight-year-old can only be a passenger there are also several climbing gyms with options for kids austin bouldering project and crux the natural pools in town are also a nice local thing that can get crowded deep eddy and barton springs all right those are some good suggestions thank you for that um, okay, we're going to end on a text from a listener who just wrote in to say, article that might interest Matt. That's me. That's you. Matt, do you see the link in the in the show notes? Or do you want me to text it to you? You know, I did see the link, and then I clicked on the link, and I was like, I don't understand. Is this Fox stealing golf balls? Yes. <laughs> it is about so. foxes that are stealing golf balls. <laughs> in Canada. I, I I can't even believe it, you know? I can't even believe that a fox would care about my golf balls. He wasn't there. I was shooting. He was right back beside the forest. It wasn't Nixon's first encounter with a fox on the links. In fact, it was the second time having a ball swipe this year. Plus, there was an encounter last season, too. But there's some good news here, said City Golf Supervisor Pat Borowski. There's no penalty stroke for golfers <laughs> when a fox steals their ball. That is so It's more funny. of an understanding that you would drop the ball close to where it was left. I don't think that's a lost ball. Right, right, right. Um, I did experience uh, it once here on a, on number four at Chapels, where I was in the with a group. They hit a tee shot up to the green. Sure enough, one of the younger kids in the family came out and was playing with the golf ball and it landed and then they took it. <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah, these foxes are needing my needing golf balls, but I get it. Golf balls are fun. I got a TikTok on my for you page yesterday. Um, 
of a woman who every day eight foxes show up on her at her back porch and she feeds them once a day. <laughs> I really thought you were saying you uh, that someone ate foxes each morning. Oh no, there are eight like the number eight gotcha. foxes who like come up to her. Like one of them comes up to her back door and is like, we're here. And then she opens the door and like gives them, like she gives them like a sausage roll, <laughs> but she gives one to each of them. And they all like, they all know to take it and then like leave. Like they don't, it's so interesting. And they're really cute. I was like, wow, foxes. <sighs> Sometimes the gotta, free you page just them, like you know? gets you, you know? Um, That's true. Okay. This brings us to the end of the show. Thank you to everyone who supports us on Patreon. You can also support us on Patreon and get up to two bonus episodes a month at patreon.com slash excellentadventure. At the $5 level, you get one bonus episode. At the $10 level, you get two bonus episodes plus one of those episodes, maybe two, is on video. At the $25 level, you get a fun fact. We'll have those next week for you. You got the whole back catalog of Patreon episodes. Sometimes people binge the regular episodes and they're like, I don't have anything left to binge. Well, guess what? There's like at least a hundred. Now you do. There's you, you son of a bitch. There's a, there's probably a hundred Patreon episodes. We've done two a month for How six many years? years. Tara Lipinski. Yes, that's right. Tara Lipinski. Yeah, six there's, years. There's probably We've like been uh, podcasting about <laughs> IVF longer than you've been going through it. What do you think about that? Uh, anyway, welcome aboard. Um, all right. Thank you to the following supporters. Angie James. Thank you, Angie. Thank you, Britt S. Baker. Josephine W. Uh, Anonymous. Ariana Perry. Bethany. Bonnie L. Brittany Dreyer. Carol, Carol Balala McNamara. Catherine Field. Cecily Templeton. Christina. Christina Keller. Diana Martin. Elizabeth Motley. Emily F. Aaron Riley. Avalanche Malavellan. Gretchen. Jamie Stoke. Jenna Marie Nelson. Jennifer Zayas. Kelly Davis. Jennifer Zayas. Jennifer Zayas. Jennifer Zayas. Uh, Luciana. Maria Baker. Mary Jo George. Melissa Bozeman. Mike. Nassim Kansari. Adina Letterhandler. You skipped Olivia Fahey, so I'll say her name. I sh- yeah, well, I was like so focused on how I was going to say Letterhandler that I mm. really went into it. You did. Um, okay, Alicia. Charlotte Noons. Dawn. Katie Allen. Lane and Kate Seppala. Mickey Smith. Mimi Steinberg. Ronit Mazzoni. Sophia F. Tyler R. Is mourning the passing of his 10-year-old cat, Peter. Oh, Tyler. Oh, sorry to sorry. hear that. Hmm. May your next cat be a magnificent cat. Abba N. Alec Meredith Fletcher and Florence Babel. Alex Liu. Amanda Crochet. Amanda Powell. Amy. Andrew McClure. And Fluker, or or if you prefer to say it like it's spelled, don't. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye.